Hopefully this is recording properly. Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today, we are hopefully doing the final finale for our Gods and Monsters campaign. There have been a few false starts. Yeah. I think this will be I think this will be the final episode regardless. I'm I'm kinda worried that I won't have enough to fill a whole session, but we'll see how that goes. I got yeah, I got a whole I got a whole pot of coffee ready, so I'm gonna be up all night. I mean running running campaign and Ray, you're in a different time zone, so really you have you know, you're well rested. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be up all afternoon. <laughs> yeah, man. Living that rock star lifestyle. Ooh, yeah. Get up at 10. Go to bed at 10. Nice. Um, so, let's just do a little bit of a recap of last time. Um, what, do you guys, what do you guys remember about what we accomplished in the last session? We got Zinquibslay captured by the enemy, but they don't know he's yes. a god. They think that he's some sort of a tax official, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. I remember the many abacuses. We laid out. Uh, we laid a trap for their cavalry. Um, we told them that we would surrender Firefly to them, but they had to do a form. We had to do a formal surrender out the front of our city in front of our people, which is a clever ruse to lure them in close, so that uh, Eric can, as Fillion, give a brilliant speech about how you don't have to give away your culture to survive, and there's still time for the subjugated peoples of the North to reclaim their heritage. Mm -hmm. We have the, the list of all the peoples, uh, the disparate peoples who form the Arcanian army in the North. Mm -hmm. I wrote a couple of them down. Uh, the Sandarians and the Ulthorians... The Rathi, I think, were one of them. And the Past Den. Yes, the Past Den were the Nomads. Which, um, I can't remember what I combined to make that word. I think it was Passport and something. Um, yes, uh, and we also uh, laid out... Um, had, a, had a discussion about where our military forces were. That's but right, you got most, Perhaps most importantly, uh, Eric, uh, Eric Kindunos and uh, Malachi, t, Malachi being a biblical figure, Malachite uh, forged a, a weapon out of the uh, many lands uh, that our gods uh, preside over. They created now, the Doom Key. Yeah, the Doom Key. A six-pronged, claw-headed, uh, trident-type spear with which to uh, thrust the strange tesseract object out of the chest of the enemy god. You guys wrote a, wrote a poem about that. Uh, who is currently wielding the Doom Key? I believe it is an aspect attached to Malachite because we decided that... Um, because he had previously been bound to her, his being freed from her would give him some power. Similar right. to how in Avengers 2, for some reason, Hawkeye is immune to mind control? 
Well, I mean, it's like uh, you already know what it's like one, so that way your brain's going to resist. Like, oh, I know what 80th dimensional mind control feels like. Not going to get fooled again. Won't get fooled again. All right. Um, and the other thing we should mention was that um, the only other notes that I have is that uh, General Shashan, the, the commander of Firefly's um, standing army, has been sent into the Bloody Bog, where she awaits orders to ambush the enemy. And um, the true warriors are located somewhere... We're leaving that vague so that mm -hmm. uh, Eric can use his stunt and pull them out whenever he needs them. Yes. All right. Um, so. Oh, and, and Landis, the goat god, and all of the herd animals are gathered near the city <laughs> so that we effectively have three armies. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about the the herd of goats, uh, or and the, other. the herd and other herd animals. Herd of tortoises, migrating desert tortoises and goats. No, these yeah. are the these are the uh, these are the fur-backed tortoises. They don't actually have fur. It's a kind of uh, sea grass. Okay. Uh, but it can be harvested uh, to make paper and medicine and food. It's a very versatile substance. Hmm. Good for good for camouflage when they when they uh, go out swimming. Yes. Right. Is that a turtle? No, that's just grass. It's just grass. <laughs> um. All right. So in that case, uh, the days the days pass. Um, at the end of last session, Fillion arrived back in Firefly. Um, are there any last preparations? I'll give you each one action that we can do before this thing kicks off. Last second things. Uh, where do you want to be? Uh, is there any uh, anything else you want to prepare before the battle kicks off? Hmm. I'm just trying to like remember where exactly we finish, and I think... Let's see, Fillion was on his way we back. We finished but with Fillion telling, um, Fillion Landers. and Landris realizing that their par parent was held captive. Right. And that due to, his due to his mythology, they both knew that he couldn't escape. Okay. That he would have to be rescued. Right, so we're at that, okay. I'm just trying to remember where we were at the very, very end. That is literally where the game ended. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe the last thing that you did, though, as Kindunos, was you went and gave the people, the army in the forest, a um, preventative for malaria. Right. Yeah, we, yes, we went and saw Jatharis, and he looked up mosquitoes, and it was like, oh, yeah, this is how you can do it so that they don't get bitten. Okay. If you were just okay. wondering where you were... Yeah, no, I'm just trying to, like, like place all the pieces so we can see, like, because if, if we're allowed one free action before we um, start the campaign proper, I'm just trying to see, like, where we are and where we would need to be. Well, I'm going to do something with, um, with, to give Eric an idea of what he might do. 
Yeah, so you would go first. I'm going to do something with, um, fuck, I've forgotten my god's name because there's too many gods, with Zun Quibslay to try and um, un make the approaching army unsteady. I'm going to use my singing aspect, hopefully. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my station. The fuck, that's not my character sheet. That's Chrome. I have too many PDFs and shit open. Um, I am water, sing water singers. Uh, I'm gonna use my combine my tearful songs of sorrow and the water singers. Uh, I begin singing a story of. Uh, uh, singing a song about how, you know, uh, even though all things ha must have an end, a premature end is a bitter pill to swallow. And how, you know, with undertones of loss, you know, like a family cut down just as great things were beginning to happen to it. And obviously there's a parallel between a family and a town, a community, a city. And so that's what I'm singing. I'm singing about how, you know, uh, a happy people, a thriving people, a family is going to be brought low by ruthlessness. Oh, and I'm sure that some of the uh, soldiers will take that as a great comfort. They'll be like, oh, yeah, he realizes that we're going to fuck him up. But I'm hoping that the peoples that have already been subjugated... Excuse my dogs in the background. There is an ambulance driving near my house. Mm. Uh, I can't really stop them from barking at it. Uh, yes, yeah, so hopefully the people that have already been subjugated will be reminded of that pain, and hopefully it will help Fillion when he needs to make his speech. All right. Um, are you trying to you're trying to give them an aspect, or are you trying to stress them out? Actually, I will. I'm gonna try and. I know that you you're not normally able to do this, but I want to try and create a boost for Fillion for okay. when he has to give when he gives his speech. Yeah, you can you can totally do that, and that'll hang around depending on how well you do. That'll hang around for the next for the next scene, which will be the battle, which is really yep. the important thing. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um. So go ahead and call that subtle, and I will say, um, these these people are fresh troops. They're in good shape. Uh, even the slave troops have been well disciplined. Um. So go ahead and make that against a plus four. Okay, well, I'm not doing too bad so far. So that's a plus one, and because it's the beginning of a session, my refresh would have gone back up. Um, so subtle is... And now, of course, there's a fucking truck driving past my house. Might just cut out. Yeah, yes, I think because I, I muted it so I could close the window, because the oh, garbage okay. is being collected today, so... Recycling gets collected in the middle of the day, whereas trash just collect, gets collected in the morning. Um, anyway... Yes, subtle. So I'm already at plus one. My subtle attribute is plus two, and I might as well spend a fate point and add plus three by invoking my tearful songs of sorrow aspects. 
Okay. So um, you... And if you're using you're using your station, that you can spend fate points as long as you're at tier two, I believe. You can spend power points as if they were fate points. Oh, cool. Um, that station doesn't have any power invested in it. Okay. It's only my howling blood sands that does. Which is so I, I've never ever used the howling blood sands. I have used the water singers several times. <laughs> Yeah, we kind we kind of ignored the uh, PowerPoint and station mechanics. Yeah, I think the way it's supposed to work is that you go and like beat on your followers, and then uh, in you know charge them up with your divine energy, and then when you when you need it, you can call on them. But yeah, so I've got um, let's see, that's one plus two plus three, so five, six, six. I'm at plus six all up. Okay. Um, so in that case, I'm going to say that's enough for... Um, it'll it'll either stick around for the whole scene and you can, um, you can tag it whenever you want uh, or it gets one free invoke and it'll go away. It's, a, it's uh, strictly a boost. Yeah. Which way do you want it? Um... So I you think, have to spend... Go ahead. I think we'll give Eric the boost, because I think that's going to be more useful for him. Okay. So I'm just going to make a note of that. Um, and how do you want to... How do you want to phrase that as a boost? Um, shaky, unsteady... Um, I am going to say, what is the word I'm looking for? I want, like, something that evokes nostalgia related to grief, you know, they're reminded of an old wound. Um, hmm. Maybe like a, a wistful, or I think wistful has more positive connotations there. Melancholy. Okay. So I will call it melancholic divisiveness. Okay. And then, um, Quinch like go ahead and make me another subtle roll to see if you're able to do this uh, without anybody realizing that you are working a divine uh, miracle, basically, upon the entire army. Well, I got a plus two. Alright. And I will roll for them. Let's see. Do they have an attribute modifier to this, or just dice? Um, they have a plus one, right. but they they bottomed out. They evened out. Plus plus minus minus. So that is actually the same thing I rolled as well. <laughs> um, so the the commanders, you know, walk up and down the ranks, and um, a couple of other people take up your song. Um, everybody seems to hear it. 
even though you know you're just a just a person singing, uh, as far as anybody knows. And in the um, distance, because the water singers are kind of like a religion that is spread out, you can hear from the crowd out the front that they're echoing the song as well. That's that's awesome. So there's just this this eerie echoing chorus across the entire um, desert as the the hills start to start to pick up into the uh, uh, hills of serenity. Um, so you can almost see, you know, you can you can start to see the familiar the familiar lands of the slayers of decadence coming into view, um, and there are. Um, all of the all of the peoples of Firefly who live outside the city um, are are coming o- coming out of their homes um, and just watching as the army approaches. Um, it's while the the hills echo back this this song that you are singing and that uh some in the in the ranks of the arcanian army are also picking up uh it's it's very tense and very eerie um kindunos how about you what are you up to uh i think I can do something about that. So, um, so while Zunkubslay is making their army weaker, more shaky, I'm going to uh, make my um, going to make my army a bit bold. You know, the fighting forces of uh, Firefly bolder by uh, strengthening their weapons. So, like if they're at metal now, they're at like adamantium. Okay. Um, so you're you're going to be heading over to the Bloody Bog because that's where the majority of their um, standing forces. Yes. Okay. Um, I would call that I would call that a clever roll. Okay. Um, unless you're just showing up with the uh, with the weaponry, in which case uh, I would say either clever or bold. Like they they don't. Really, really more bold because you'd have to like resupply them in the moment. Like you can't teach them how to forge weapons from adamantium. It's right. Know. I mean, I was pretty much like uh, I think when we infiltrated the Arcadian city, uh, or, or uh, you like, just like yeah, like the just, opposite like, of that. transforming them into right. better weapons. So that would okay. be bold then. I would okay. call that yeah definitely bold, but it's going to be absurdly difficult. Uh, call it a plus five because there's a lot of a remember lot of weaponry you, that you have to. Remember that your uh, your um, fate points have refreshed, and you can tag multiple aspects. Right, yeah. and you have that aspect related to forging weapons, don't you? Yeah, weaponsmithy. Yeah. Well, so Kandunos is now like a fairy war mother. Sort of. Fairy, fairy god commander. Yeah. Fairy warm, uh, fairy war mother sounds a little <laughs> bit like, um, fairly warmonger. Like fairly odd parents, only fairly yeah. war, I don't know. Yeah, All right. Okay, blowing the monitor. Oh. So I got minus two overall. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to spend two fate points, so I'm just going to spend one fate point to re-roll. Yeah. Okay, so you're invoking your smithy aspect? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. 
minus four on my roll, so I am at minus one overall. Okay. Um, I will still... I can't use my boots to fix your rolls. Um... Here's here's my here's my bargain for you. Okay. Uh, you can you can still succeed, but at a great cost. Um, so if you channel, if you like really tap into your into your mantle, into your divine power, and channel it all into your weaponry, uh, channel it into their weaponry rather. Um, mm-hmm. You can you can pull this off, uh, but it's going to require you taking like a major consequence. Oh, motherfucker. Okay, you know what? It's the end. We'll make it dramatic. Yeah, Challenge like accepted, GM. Like you'll be exhausted for the battle or something. Right. Right. You're, you are taxed. Okay. You, um, you, could, you could take a, take a, a major consequence uh, related to the fact that you've depleted a good chunk of your power to, to work this miracle on the, on the weaponry of, uh, of Firefly. Okay. So that will increase their warfare. Oh yeah, um, I forgot that I was one armed. Yeah. Remember that everyone at home, I am a one armed god because I fed it to my daughter, which means that she could appear in this battle, which would be kind of cool and also kind of bad. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, yay! The, she's here to fight the army by making everything not exist. Yay! It'll be like where that pirate, that pirate battle at the end of the third parts of the Caribbean movie. How there's a giant maelstrom in the middle, and somehow that is not bad for both sides. Yep. <laughs> oh no, it just makes it more badass and dramatic. Yeah. Consequences? <laughs> what we got heroes to worry about? All right, Mild, moderate, um, and severe. So you probably want a severe one. When you, yes, your your severe consequence uh, slot is going to be taken up by something. You can create whatever you like, but you know, just something that says that your your powers has been depleted or you're exhausted or something of that nature. Depleted condonium. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> condonium. Oh man. Um. Uh, man, I'm, like the first thing that comes to mind, because I was thinking in magic terms, was like, you know, your power is only equal to however many soldiers are on the battlefield or like in your area. So, like on a one-in-one fight, he's pretty weak. You've okay. got so enough. Also, you've got enough for three words. I got enough for three words. Okay. Um, so just think of something evocative. Like I just wrote one-armed god. Okay. Um. Because it's a it's a temporary aspect, well, semi-temporary that Ryan can evoke to weaken you during the battle. So like, right. I can't I can't wield a glaive or a halberd because Ryan will be like, "You're a one-armed god." Yeah. I can't pick locks because I'm a one-armed god. I mean, mm. I can't pick locks for a bunch of other reasons, but as right. An yeah. Well, you know, you can't pick say- locks. Let's say, for instance, that you need to get across the battlefield. I could always say, "Well, you're exhausted. You can't do that. It's it's too taxing." Uh, you can't I'll... just ride exhausted if you want. Remember, yeah, I guess exhausted. <laughs> no need to bring more. Ma- yeah, 
Okay. That's, that's fine. Um, so, Kindunas, what does this look like? Are you, like, appearing to your followers, to the to the people of Arcanium, uh, not Arcanium, rather, uh, the Firefly army, and uh, blessing all of their weapons? Excuse me, are they just going to, like, pick up their spears and swords or what have you, and, you know, suddenly they're uh, adamantium or, you know... Whatever Vorpal, whatever tag you want yeah. to uh, apply to them. I don't know what Vorpal is. It's I heard it on um, Whatchamacallit. Vorpal, like. Vorpal it's like is the... a term from uh, originally from the uh, Alice in Wonderland poem uh, Jabberwocky. Okay. Uh, and it refers, and it has become a term in. It's the only a Vorpal sword is the only sword that can kill the Jabberwocky. It has oh, okay. Become, it has come uh, become a term in fantasy to mean uh, any sword that automatically decapitates an opponent when it successfully strikes. Yeah, so I can like I go in for the thrust and my sword moves its own direction and cuts the person's head off. Okay, so all right, so I mean, how this miracle appears to my followers is that um, uh, and they, they're in the bloody bog, and they see an eagle fly overhead and take it as a blessing of Kindunos. When suddenly, you know, so the eagle passes by, when suddenly their weapons feel just a little different, like maybe the grip fits better, or did, did they get heavier, did they get lighter, and they look at it, and just like the, the sunlight seems to be reflecting off the... Um, the, 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 the metal of the blade in just a way that they can tell that this is very different and, you know, seeing that bright, bright, hope, bright that brightness, because I said bright like five times, and seeing that, seeing that fills them with determination. There's just lens flares everywhere. Like, J.J. Abrams James. came into this scene and just splooged all over it. Won't be splooged all over it, and when we reflect, whatever. Yeah, J.J. Abrams splooge is made of lens flares. No, we, that's established now. That's oh going to be God. the lesson at the end of this session. Please, please stop. <laughs> yes. So that is what happens. Awesome. Um, and then we have um, Landris and Fillion. Fillion, you have just arrived back in town. Um, you've you've met with Landris. He has summoned a, a herd of, or many many herds that now surround uh, the town's walls. So, what are you doing to prepare for this? What you know is the the battle to come. Remember that everybody is outside. All of the citizens. Right. Well. Um, so the first thing. I would do it be as to make so I mean the thing is I, I had a couple people help set up a you know like a nice little table and a little potted plant basically the objective is to make them look feel as welcome as possible to make them feel like giant assholes right before the battle begins and okay. you know people get, so, get all the children up front <laughs> Yeah, just get make make them all look really sad with little doe eyes, and have everyone dress in their best uh, Firefly traditional garb. Just bring out everything that reminds them of Firefly. Okay. 
Um, so you, how do you, how do you want this to take effect? Do you want it to be like um, another, another boost or another, um, another situation aspect that you guys can invoke when you uh, make that speech to all of the Arcanian troops? Um, I think if you go with and feel free to go with like whatever you want, like your boost or situation aspect, it doesn't matter. But uh, if you go for situation aspect, something named like um, our cultural distinctiveness is on display, or our culture on display, you know, to be like like you can't take you can, God, I, I'm certainly not looking up the lyrics to Firefly again. But basically, <laughs> the reference is is that you know you can't take our culture from us, and even if you do take us over, even if we don't win the day. We're just going to ram all of our culture down your throats until you're uncomfortable and just fuck off. Okay. Can't I would. You, you know, okay. Um. You can't take. You can't take the sky from us. You can't take our culture from us. Yeah. You can't take our culture. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, you've you've got it set up, and you can use that as um, in order to in order to lull them into like a false sense of security. Like yeah, this is really set up. This surrender is really going to happen. Um, you can use it to uh, boost your role um, to uh, further divide the troops to give them stress or an aspect. Uh, it's it's just as you just as you described. It's a it's a, a huge um, a huge ceremony with the best of Fireflies culture on display, uh, which is I believe you guys have like a plus three culture. So it's it's pretty it's a it's a pretty strong, pretty heartfelt um, show you've put on here, and Landris. You've got your herd circling this, the town protectively. Uh, you know that your your parent god is currently in in chains, but you can hear the far off singing as the armies approach. Hmm. What aspects do you have, Landris? Um, and stunts. Hmm. Okay, okay. Um, so, here's what we're gonna do. Um, Landris, uh, sort of reaches out towards his mother, the other shepherd god, who I cannot remember the name of, please, Ryan? Uh, Temulin. Temulin. Uh, Landris reaches out towards Temulin because all the gods are watching what is about to happen here. Either, uh, you know, this is going to be involve everyone. Um, and uh, they both begin to sing a different song. Uh, one tied uh, to the herding community of these of this these places, this the the 
lands of the... Fuck. The lands of the gods of fortitude is what I was looking for. Um, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's about how the herd is stronger together and how, uh, you know, the importance of keeping your flock as a whole and how... Uh, even if you if if you're in a big bunch, you can't you can you you'll never lose a lot of your herd. You can only lose one or two to the predators. You'll always maintain. A, a, you'll never take a serious loss. You know it's it's meant to be a, a sort of a uplifting song sung during storms and stuff like that. Okay. You know when the weather turns against you, when shit gets hard. You got to stick at it, and I'm gonna go for bold. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, go ahead and make it uh, plus plus three, I would say. Is the target number, or I'm getting a bonus? Is the target number right? All right. Well, I'm already at plus five. However, nice. I'm gonna go for broke and spend a fate point of Landris's. I don't believe I have the right to edit, the ability to edit the character sheet, by the way. Um, alright. Hang on. Let me, but it doesn't uh, really, it doesn't really matter. I know he'll only have two. I have a pen, so I'll just write Yeah, just keep, keep track of that. L2. Which will make it sound like I'm making a map of Lagrange points, but whatever. I'll look at this later and be like, why am I writing L2 and L1? What, what's it, L2 and L1? Ah, <laughs> oh, no, I accidentally clicked on my other fucking internet browser. Instead of changing window. Anyway, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, yes, so that'll be like a fucking plus seven? <laughs> plus eight? What is it? It was at five, so another three plus eight. Nice. To invoke right. the tribe aspect that he has. Cool. Um, so that will um, that will be a situation aspect that will stick around for the whole scene, and you get two free invokes. Um, Stronger together. All right. Herd um, tactics. Stronger together. And you can use that any time you need to um, boost the integrity of the people of Firefly uh, during this trying time. Brilliant. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. So so here it is. Zero day, zero hour. Um, the Arcanian army marches uh, through... The, the lands to the north of Firefly, um, past all of the citizens who have not been pulled in behind the wall, uh, who do nothing but offer um, passive resistance. Uh, they, they don't attack the soldiers. Um, they, they do, however... Uh, call things out to them. Um, this isn't this isn't necessary. Um, we we can live in peace. Uh, things like that. Uh, the Arcanian commanders instruct their troops to ignore this and keep going because the order has has been given that this is to be an official surrender, quick and easy. 
the Empress uh, rides ahead of all of the troops with her uh, top brass. Is she bringing the hostages with her, or are the hostages being kept in, like, the back? The hostages, uh, you you cannot see them. They are not riding up with um, with the Empress and her generals. Okay. Um, so I mean, have you guys... a smart move. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the uh, military units um, begin to begin to fan out um, when they are several miles from the city, um, <clears throat> and they 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 seem to be putting themselves in the tactical position that they would assume. Uh, if they if they were to lay siege to the city, um, but they have not um, they have not prepared any of their weapons. Uh, they're not they're not charging. Uh, they're they're merely just getting into position as if there were going to be a battle. Is uh, did their cavalry end up on target? Are they right on top of our trap? Uh, yes, I say I would say yes. There was a. I believe there was a plus two. We had a plus two to resist it being spotted, and a plus one to damage. I will, I I will check to see if they notice. Hang on, that, that's that's a good call. Um, I'm I mean, gonna... normally I'd be happy, but I, I mean, you did point that out last run, so I figured yeah. I'm gonna remind Ryan what he said. All right, I'm gonna make that with their warfare. Oh, good. Um. They're at they're at plus two, so they do not see it. Nice. Yay. Um, the uh, the Empress and her commanders ride up uh, through the very nice ceremony that you've you've prepared, the the ceremonial um, I guess parade ground that you prepared. Um, where where are you, Philian, at this point? Are you, do you have you guys like erected a stage? Is there is there a dais of some kind? Um, no, there's just like a you know very a clearing set up with a table and uh, you know a couple chairs for representatives to sit at. Basically, it's like um, every contract signing in wrestling ever. Okay, so really, I was thinking more like those pictures from the Japanese World War Two surrenders, where they're like just like in like the surrender at Singapore, where they're just like in a fucking courtyard somewhere. There's just um, sort of a bunch of soldiers milling around while two dudes sit around a table. Hold on, let me look at that up. Look that picture up real quick. Battle is. Uh... There's also a really good one. Um, I can't remember. It's the Japanese naval commander surrendering on an American Navy ship, a battleship of the Americans. Okay, um, I'm just going to copy that just to see what... Um, yeah, just to see if that's the one. Because it's pretty much that, but like outside, yeah. but with everybody staring right. at them. Beyond, beyond the city gates, 
Um, behind, behind, on Fillion's side, Fillion stands behind the table. There's two chairs uh, and like a, a quill and inkwell and and a, a parchment laid out uh, with the terms of the surrender. Fillion's got the the open city gates behind him. Uh, there are there are lines of uh, somber looking Firefly citizens and sad children right up front. Um, as the uh, as the the empress and her commanders uh, march down this line, looking uh, the the empress is untouched, but uh, you can see that the the commanders uh, are, are glancing off to their sides and and you know looking away from the eyes of the of the children. Uh, so the empress rides her porcine mount. Uh, up to the table, and she climbs down, and she says, Right then, I see that you actually mean to go through with this. Well, I wouldn't have made the offer if I weren't serious. We have everything all set up. Um, Eric, have you brought... Yes? Might I suggest, because I'm... Before you continue, that the way that you do this is you give them one last chance to return home unmolested, and then if they say, no, you must still surrender. Like you say, you know it's not too late for you to turn her back. You don't have to capture us or make us bow to your will. We can live peacefully. If they still decline the offer, then you should just launch... You should just say, very well then, and just launch straight into your... You know, our cultures can be salvaged speech. We can, you can all have... Like, 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 I mean, I, I kind of have, I, I have a bit of a speech plan in that scenario. Should everything completely work out in our favor, which, given the way I've been rolling, would completely not. I don't know, we've set up a lot of shit to prepare, yeah. to help, so... But anyway, but, yeah, oh I just no, wanted I mean, to say that. No, I mean, like, if this role succeeds by some crazy-ass reason. So, um, so you know, I'm there seated at the table. I am just kind of, like, playing around with the uh, ink, you know, the, 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 the inkwell, just kind of, you know, swirling around in a bit, just trying to look casual. There's a little potted plant on the table. Uh, now, does she sit down? I, well, I gesture to the chair. Uh, she does not sit. Okay. Right then. So, um, so what was the Empress's name, or do I just call her Empress? Um, her name was Kara, I believe. Empress Kara. But you can refer to her as Empress or um, Royal Highness. Yeah, however you, however you like. Well, like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, okay. So. Uh, Empress, uh, oh, damn it, Empress Kara of Arcadia. How are you doing this fine day? My, my patience grows thin, and I, I yearn to return home in victory. Let's get this over with, shall we? Now, is there really any way to? I mean, is that? Any way to talk? I mean, our cultures can live together in peace. I mean, there's no reason for all of this fighting. Uh, we could, I mean, you, you see my people. We are good people. We just want to live in Firefly. There's no reason our existences can't coexist. 
Yes, she says, uh, with a, a thread of um, anger sort of running through her words. She says, "I, as we, as we discussed, you are to turn over your city to us, and you will be placed under Arcanian rule, and you will become the regional governor, and you can direct the lives of your people as you see fit. Some of them will be taken back to the city and pressed into service in our armies of conquest. And she she gestures over the heads of all of the people, the, the Firefly citizens gathered around uh, to her army, which is now in place for a decisive attack against your city. Yes, well, I was just making the offer to say that clearly your men are ready to fight, but that seems like just such a waste of resources. At Firefly, we just believe that, I mean, there's more, it's less taxing to learn and discover than it is to conquer and overtake. You can have that option, but it means you must surrender to us. You become part of the Arcanian Empire, and your citizens shall enjoy a measure of freedom, and you can rule them as you see fit, so long as you send proper tribute back to the city, back to our city. The only other option I have to offer you is war. So, well, okay, so now I guess is the time when I bust out that speech. Yeah, if you want, you can you can turn you can turn right to her troops, or you can say something like, "Before I tell you my decision, if if I could take a moment, you know, however however you want to do it." Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll do that. I mean, basically, like. I mean, because shit's going to come to blows, obviously, but I just kind of want to make, you know, her feel like as much of a fucking bitch as possible. So, ahem. Your goal should be to break their army. Make their right. army split in two. Right, and that's the thing, you know. I figure address them to them saying, like, hey, well, this is a cool... I want to be the cool dad. She can be the bad mom. All right, so, ahem. That's something I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into it. All right. Well, and remember, remember, you have the uh, melancholic divisiveness that you can take advantage of. Right. For okay, a I'm boost. Just, right. I'm just trying to. Uh, I got my list of names here. So, all right. Empress Kara of the Arcadians. Um. Well, it seems that there is no swaying you. However, before I make this proper, if I am to be a governor, I would just like to address your men and your army and our people, all of us, since we are to be unified as one, I will address everyone as one before we make this official. People of Firefly, don't fear this. this just look at this as a new beginning. Our culture of Firefly will still remain distinct after after this because they cannot they may be able to take our land and our people but they can't take 
who we are on the inside. The very same drive that got us to where we are can only benefit us in the future. Just like the people that the Arcadians have taken over. I mean, I'm sure their cultures have remained very distinct and on point as the years have gone by, even under subjugation. Like the Sindarians. Uh, of the pi the, this, fuck. Okay, now this is where it starts to get a little shaky because our our I have is pine forest in the tree. Okay, you just do so, your best. Okay, so the Sindarians. I can. I I believe I've traveled there once. They're they're very picturesque forests, vast as far as the eye can see, and sadly they were cut down to. Uh, they were forced to chop down the trees as the Arcadian war effort progressed forward. But they can still regrow that forest, and I'm sure it is being regrown as we speak. Because Firefly is not a bug that can be trampled on, that can be dead once it's squished. It's simply a plant that can regrow and, and, and build roots as the years go on. Or like the Athorians. Uh, sure, they may have been a loose confederate of tribes, but... They were builders of boats. They, they're resourceful. They're key. And again, they too have been uh, subjugated under Arcadian rule to build up the army. Um, and their seas have been fished clean. I can only hope that uh, Firefly, with all of its resources, are both mental, physical, and spiritual will survive and can survive. No, they will survive after this document is signed. And I gesture to the soldiers. Soldiers, you may have been overtaken by Arcadian rule, but surely there is still some semblance of your old ways left in you. And consider that as our cultures join together. Which culture was the one you just mentioned, sorry? Uh, the Althorians. Okay. The, the Bolt Builders. Yep. So, All right. And you, you want to keep going? Go ahead. I was... Put it this way. How am I doing so far? Pretty well. Okay. So... At the moment... At the moment, there's a, you're doing a lot of, and this is fine if this is your intention, you're doing a yeah. lot of indirect calling attention to the shit that has gone wrong. I think that's fine, but I think you would be just as successful if you started being open. Yeah, you're kind of dealing like some backhanded compliments yeah. to the, whereas, to the Athenians. You, whereas you could just openly start saying, like... You know your cultures. Yeah, I think that like I think that's probably the direction I'm gonna head in next. And yeah. just tell me if I'm you know on point with this. It, so I will say this: make sure that you mention the the past den because when you start mention when you mention them, I'll have some quips. They start singing their song. Okay. So for all for in the future. Firefly, those of Firefly, remember who you are. You're not Arcadians, you're still Firefly. Sendarians, remember who you are, who you were, because it will always be, because that is who you always will be. Altharians, 
Remember who you are, who you were, because that is who you will always be. Is, am I being more direct now? Or is yeah, it I like... Think maybe, I think maybe call out parts of their uh, culture. Well, I mean, that's what I did already. Because, like, with the pine forest and the trees... Yeah, I know, and... but I'm just, like, saying in, like, one word. Like, Sindari, okay. so, like, um, well, remember your forest. And... Yes. So, okay. All right. So, Sindarians, remember your forests and be strong like the oaks and maples that inhabited it. Altharians, remember who you remember your seas and be swift and numerous like the fish. Fucked up down there. And the I past gone with changing and powerful, but that works yeah. too. Like the okay. sea. Yeah. Changing and be changing and powerful like the sea. Past den. They're wanderers uh, and nomads. Yes. Past that, you're wanderers and nomads, and in a way, we can respect that because you're always learning and always adapting. Reclaim your freedom. Do you want to end up with that? End off with that line? Yeah, we'll end up with that because I'm because like I'm starting to fade a little bit here. Finish. Okay. Finish with the line. Reclaim your freedom and your past. So. Um. <laughs> So I will let you make that uh, as a as a bold roll against a plus two target number. Um, instead of instead of giving you a bonus, I'm just taking off the difficulty because you did a, a really great speech there. Oh, um, thank you. You also have if uh, Zunquib Slay uh, begins singing the song of the past den, um, which he will. That will give you another plus one. Uh, and you still have the the uh, boost from the uh, melancholic divisiveness. They're all sort of feeling dissatisfied uh, with the with the current situation. Their their subjugation under the Arcanian government. Um, so if you need to, you can invoke that for another a further plus two, or if you want, save it. And that would be a bold roll. Okay. You've got this, man. You've got, like, yeah. plus fucking bajillions. <laughs> All right. I'm going to fuck it up royally. Blow on the monitor. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm at zero, and Fillion's roll is at plus two. Plus so, two. I mean, Fillion's bold is plus two, so with all the bonuses. How many bonuses did he get? Um, so he's going against the plus two target number. Uh, he gets plus one for you, and if he wants, uh, he gets another plus two for the boost, but he has to use it. Um, use and that'll the boost, give you, and then and that'll you, give can... you spin. Yeah. Spin is like a critical success, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it gives you, it gives you like a bonus effect, so like, it creates, it creates an advantage that you can use over and over again in the scene, not just once. Um... Or if you want, you could spend it in some other way. Like um, you could say, you know, maybe maybe one of the one of the legions of Pasden starts attacking the other before the commanders can get it under control. Maybe maybe one of her retinue is for is of the Pasden people, and like he's just like fuck it and stabs her. Yeah. 
right. So, I mean, like, how well? How much do I? So, right now, like, just roll and bold. I'm at plus two. How much do I have in bonuses? You're at you you're plus five all up. Yeah. Like, you have spin on them. You have crit critically succeeded. You get to you succeed. You have divided them, and now you get to choose an additional effect. Right. Okay. All right. So, um. Yeah, I'm just gonna have like uh, them subject, you know, like them just like start fighting, or you know, yeah. Uh, hold on, okay, let me, okay, let me just put that into words because they don't <laughs> have to fight the other army. They could like lay down all their arms. Yeah, so I mean that's the thing. So they'll lay down arms. Okay. Like, we can keep this whole peaceful surrender thing going. Right. Um, I will say that you can have one of the units lay down their arms and refuse to fight. Okay. Um, which one do you want? There are two infantry units and um, a cavalry unit and an artillery unit. Remember, the cavalry unit's right on top of a trap. Okay, so um, I think the... Uh, so infantry, cavalry, and artillery. Uh, I think I'm going to have the infantry... Mm, no, I think I'm going to have the artillery lay down their weapons, because infantry can take better on a one-on-one -on -one fight. Cavalry, they're right above the trap. They're going to be, you know... All right, fair enough. Um, and I'm going to say that... Um, the... Where the hell is the strike-through option? Um, there it is. All of the... Um, since since everybody heard you, um, all of the units take the three stress hit. They're going to take that as um, one stress and a mild consequence. Nice. Nice. And the mild consequence for all of them will be unrest. So you guys can tag that however you like. Um, and the... Um, the artillery, you know, they have they have um, like crude uh, trebuchets and and ballistas and things like that, um, and they they begin. Um, you you can see that there's a there's a, a part of the unit is is stirred to. Um, shouting uh, almost open revolt um, by the by the singing of the past end song um, and they they begin toppling the siege weapons like just going from one to the other pushing them over so that they can't be used uh, slicing the uh, drawstrings on the of the ballistas right. yeah Um, Kara, Kara is is furious, uh, but she she bites back on her anger and she says, um, she says, "Well played. I I didn't think it was going to be that easy." And then she she draws her sword and starts starts coming for you, Fillion. Um, so I think it's it's initiative time. Okay. How do we do initiative? 
Um, Swift? For the, for, yeah, for the for the gods, it'd be Swift. For the um, for the units, I would say uh, Warfare. Pretty much everything is going to be Warfare. Uh, but you, you know what? Actually, Integrity, because units need to act as one. Alright, well, I'm not commanding any units yet, so... Okay. It's really matter for me. There is, there it is. And your swift is two. Well, I don't really need to roll for Zun Quibslay. Alright, um, so Fillion's swift is at one. I am also at one for Landris. Right. Okay. Fillion's swift is at one. Landris is at one. Can you um, uh, Kandunos is at two. Uh, you guys, you guys get to roll plus your plus your swift. Okay. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Okay. Right. So I'll roll Fillion. Uh, Fillion is at Fillion is at zero overall, and Kandunos is at one overall. Okay. Uh, what, say say again for Zunquibslay. Zunquibslay uh, um, will be at like plus. Four, I think. Just let me double check. Okay. Zunquibslay will be at plus four. Okay. <laughs> Help! I'm trapped. <laughs> he seemed to say. Zunquibslay is at four. I'm sorry, I got a roll for a shit ton of units. That's um, all right. Wow. Uh, do you know what you're going to do with Fillion to escape the attack? Eric? Uh, I think I'm just going to, like, flip up the table. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of planning. I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure what I'm going to do with some Quibslay, except maybe I could, um... I could, I could lean heavily on my, um... Singing as... Actually, no. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to lean on my... My father of mums, mother of dads aspect and like, and my time aspect and be all like, you know you've got to fight now for your future, for your children something like that, that's what I'm going to do with Zunquim Slay, I think hmm. and I have one more roll to make so excuse me while I make that and She rolls in. She is at minus one. Okay, so the um, the army of Firefly and the true warriors are the only ones on the playing field without initiative so far. They will roll in um, when when the time comes. Alright, so we'll sort those. Alright, um, <clears throat> so the first the first um, unit to act is the infantry. Um, they are going to uh, one of the one of the infantry units um, is is going to uh, march up. Uh, and begin herding 
the citizens of Firefly who were who were standing around uh, the the ceremonial surrender table um, just just begin like rounding them up, um, driving them driving them back into the city, um, and they're they're going to attempt to just like follow them in through the open gates. Um, Hmm. Can I only activate boons in my turn? Um, I would say yes. Okay. So they get a plus three. Okay. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh. So. Even even though the um, does does anyone want to make a resistance roll for the people of Firefly? Uh, yes. The the um, I would I would call that integrity. I was going to say it would be their integrity. Uh, the the infantry is at plus four. Uh, they're you know drawing their weapons and and trying to hurt everybody back um, into the city. Well, we have the stronger together aspect, so that'll give their integrity a plus one. And I think that their integrity is three already, or is it two? Uh, the, their integrity is two. All right, well, people fire. Yeah, plus, plus two. <laughs> oh, that's a plus three. So let's see what I roll. Ha ha! Suck it! I rolled the plus two, which makes it plus five. All right. Um, so that that spends uh, one of your one of your free invokes of stronger, uh, stronger together. together. You know, one of the one of the shepherds is like, "No, we must stand our ground. I will not lose another pasture." Um, and they all and start the, singing that song of weathering the storm together. Uh, the the soldiers in the in the in the Arcanian infantry uh, begin looking to their commanders, uh, and there's a there's a moment of hesitancy because they they don't want to just go and stab the unarmed civilians uh, after after everything that Fillion just said. Um, you know they 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 feel their they feel their roots, uh, their their histories. Um, the, the stories of their peoples that have been taken from them. Um, so there's sort of a there's sort of a standoff between lines of singing civilians and uh, armed um, infantry soldiers uh, with weapons drawn, you know, shouting, you know, go back. Why won't you? Why won't you go back? Um, and the Arcanian commanders are are ordering them to to cut down the civilians. Um, so Zunquib Slay, you're up. Um, the one-armed tax tax man uh, stands up uh, and 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 starts shouting into to the all the people guarding him. Um, I can see in your eyes that you do not want to slaughter people. You don't want to cut down children in the street. Some of you must be mothers and fathers yourselves. You have children. Are you going to aid in the slaughter of others' children 
Is that what you will become? Butchers? You have an opportunity to stop this slaughter, to end this conquest. Will you be pawns or will you be actors, masters of your own destiny? Now is your time to choose. All right. Uh, History so will remember those who actively engaged in this slaughter. You have a chance to write your history and that of your family. So you can make that uh, bold attack against their integrity? Yes. Eat a dick. I got him. Make one. But my bold is plus two, and I'm going to invoke my... Uh, father of mom's, mother of dad's aspect. Um, before before you uh, get to get to spending anything, uh, they are at negative one. Oh, because I rolled like shit. In that case, I I, I best not spend. Sorry, I'm uh, used to so games still... where you have to decide to spend before you know the outcome. Yeah, fate is not like that. Indeed. Only took me ten, nine, eight. 12 runs to work that out. <laughs> yeah. All right. so, so I will say that you are in the middle of the 2nd Infantry. Um, the 2nd Infantry unit, which is which is back uh, toward the rear. Um, so so you got a 2 shift hit on them if you're, if you're at uh, uh, plus 1? My, my bold is, is normally plus 2, so I got a plus 1 uh, in total. Because I had okay. Gold. In that case, you're you're three shifts up on them. Uh, yes. So you can you can um, since there's since there's only really one stress track, uh, they can they can take that as stress. Um, I'm gonna say that they they will if if uh, they're going to take a uh, moderate consequence. Um, they are unwilling to fight. Conscientious objectors. All right. I like it. I'm a conscientious objector. A what? You know, a coward. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's a Futurama joke. Yeah. Normally, conscientious, conscientious objectors are, are quite brave. Yeah. Um... So people people around you begin uh, begin laying down their their weapons um, uh, while the while their Arcanian commanders shout at them you know pick up those pick up those swords pick up those spears uh, we're we're marching into battle this is what you've trained for um, they're all like we didn't train to butcher children uh, Landris you're up now. Ooh. I see um, the cavalry beginning uh, to mobilize, and I will trigger that trap as I also uh, charge the herds towards them, activating Landris's ability, his... Fuck, where is my character sheet? Activating his boon, which is uh, leader of the pack, because he is a god of herd animals, Landris can summon all the herd animals in a region. This manifests as a situational aspect with one free invoke. 
All right. Um, so you're basically just charging a fuck ton of animals out onto the battlefield. All the herds follow this one. Uh, this one shepherd starts charging forward, and then he's like, slowly, it is revealed that it has to be Landris. You know, the robes fall away, and there's this muscle-bound goat man charging, and then he like bleats out into the wind and it turns into some kind of horrid roar as all these other herd animals start charging forward towards the cavalry. And as the cavalry start to try and move themselves to ready for a counter charge, the ground underneath them collapses and they fall into a shoddily made pit trap. Nice. Um, and they are... Let's see, that's, um, it creates the, the boost trapped cavalry. So anyone can get a free invoke uh, on them uh, as the, the ground beneath their feet uh, collapses and they, they fall into a pit. Um, that is now uh, one of the boosts. I'm going to invoke both of those things on the neck on Landris's next turn I imagine to smash that cavalry to pieces nice uh Kindunos. yes you probably bring your army up as well although that probably won't not I don't mean the true warriors I mean the ones in the forest the the true war no, the the um the firefly army of firefly yeah. which is currently hiding in, uh, well, waiting in ambush in the uh, bloody bog. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, I th well, I mean, isn't the point to kind of draw them into the bloody bog? It was either to do that or to have them appear and surprise them, so both well, tactics. Which, whichever, whichever you prefer to do. Indeed. Um, it's up to you. If you are, because, because, um, you you have so far like taken taken a god's eye view of things. You you flew over in eagle form and blessed their weapons, uh, but you haven't like appeared to them and told them you know that they're they're going to lead a charge or or what have you. Um, so you can you can appear as Kindudos on the battlefield and drive one of the units into the bloody bog into the waiting you know spear tips of the Firefly army. Uh, or you can appear to the the Firefly army and make them charge out, you know, with with you leading. You could do that thing that I often do, where I possess someone and um, give them and have like the divine inspiration running through them. Uh, it's your god, but you're pretending to be someone else, effectively. Right. I think I have that as one of the things. Um... Right, so um, I think I am going, because it looks like that we have the, um, like, th there's chaos, you know. So I feel like if we can, so I feel like if, like, we have an army that kind of knows what they're doing and just shows up out of nowhere while everyone else is, like, occupied with their own shit, we can probably get um, a... Um, like, really big jump on them. So I think I am going to, like, have three-fourths move forward with the plan and just start, uh, you know, just start, like, help defending the people of Firefly. 
So I think I'm going to use my uh, tactical flight stunt for that. Okay, so what does that do? Uh, once per session, my character can fly himself and any number of allies into or out of battle. Okay, um, just just to keep things simple, uh, don't don't split the unit. If you're gonna take them, okay. you gotta take all of them. All right. So either you either you you know take them from the from the bloody bog into battle with you. Because um, they're not they're not a very large army anyway. Like the right. other army is made up of multiple units. All of our armies are made up of like one one unit. It's okay. a war band. Right. So that way we can we can keep the numbers vague because they have they have four units you guys have one. Okay. Um, so then in that case, um, I think we're just gonna like try to get them into the bloody bog. Like we can drive the fighting into the bloody bog. Well, one of the okay, ways you so... can drive the fighting to the bloody bog is using your other army because they have the thing where they appear from nowhere. So you could have them all appear as like eagle cavalry. Right. right. Okay. Or, or you're a god. You could literally yeah. single-handedly chase an entire unit into another area. You've got okay. Super Kratos chains, so, you know. Right. Right, okay. So now, okay, so yeah, I think that's what I am going... Be the god you were always meant to be. <laughs> yes, yeah, Smash Eagle Fights Bro. Um, so I'm going to... So Kadunos appears before... Like in the middle of the 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 the, the, the punch up at Firefly, and um, you know using his the chains on his arms and the wings on his back, he uh, whips up this giant wind that blows everyone in the direction of the bloody bog. All right, which unit are you targeting? Because you have to target one of the Arcanian units: uh, infantry one, infantry two, uh, cavalry or artillery. Um, so the the, caval the cavalry's trapped. Right. Uh, the the artillery is sort of in disarray because they're not out of the fight yet. There's still some troops willing to fight, but there are uh, people, you know, cutting the strings of the ballistas and and tipping over the siege engines. Um, the um, infantry the unit, two. The unit with Zunkrib Slay Infantry two is currently, you know, some of them are laying down arms, the commanders are, are uh, shouting at them to pick up their weapons and, you know, march on. Okay, so and infantry, like infantry one is pretty much in a, in a standoff with, a, with a, a row of singing civilians. You know, they've locked arms uh, and they've made this literal human wall between the army and the city. So I'm going to go with uh, infantry one. Okay. So you you like stand at the end and just whip your chains and and blow all these people into into the bog. Yeah, uh, that is a properly godly feat. So make that at a, a, a and and bold as hell. So make that at a plus four. That's the and target number. Yeah, they're going to um, they're going to roll their integrity to resist and probably not do too well. Actually, actually, yeah. If since it's opposed, forget the target number because it's just whatever they roll. Okay. All right, they're a plus two. Uh, plus two. I am at a plus two as well, 
And I think I'm going to spend my last fate point. Yeah, because I spent one. Yeah, I spent two to resolve. No, 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 no. Re-invoke of the situational aspect that is on all of them. They're, they're, um, they're like confused or something, aren't they? It's affecting all of their, their entire army. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's like a minor consequence or something that is affecting yeah, all of you their can, soldiers? You still, you still have to pe spend a fate point to invoke that. Ah, oh. yeah. Well, it's, I mean, still, you might unrest. as well do that. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to do that and invoke the... Oh, they're all like confused and shit. They don't know what's going on. They're a little broken. Right. And and you just good. I was just gonna say we don't normally use those things. I'm like, oh, I just remembered. That's a thing. Yeah. Because yeah. they're they're technic consequences are technically aspects too that you guys can yeah. tag. So yeah. so you whip up a um, a huge whirlwind and literally uh, suck the entire unit into a big tornado that you just swirl your chains around and carry into the bog and deliver them right into the hands of the Arcanian army, you know. Of the Firefly army. Yeah, yeah the Firefly army, right. Um, uh, that's, so the, there's, a, there's an enormous cheer from the civilians of Firefly uh, as, you, as, you walk by, as you walk by, leaving them, you know, completely unharmed, but just, you know, lit, uh, carrying people away with the massive uh, winds that you've, that you've whipped up. Um, now we're into infantry number two. Um, they are going to try, since they, they saw their, uh, compatriots, uh, swept away by Kendunos's wind, uh, they are going to, en masse, attack you, Kendunos. Okay. Um, so how do you defend? Uh, how do I defend? Um, I defend by, like, starting to swing my chains in front of me. He uses uh, he uses Shicho form. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. All right. Uh, so I would call that mighty. Okay. That's mighty's a plus two. Roll them bones. <sighs> Minus. So I'm a plus one overall. Okay. Uh, they are at plus four. <laughs> Jesus! They've got shift on you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So it's it's literally you know they they are uh, unwilling to fight, but when they watch a god walk by with a tornado carrying all of their uh, all of their fellow soldiers, um, they know that you are the biggest badass badass on the field, and they literally swarm you. Um, you you are just deflecting blows left and right, and one or two of them manage to penetrate. So you take a three-shift hit. You can take that uh, as any combination of stress and consequences that you like. Uh, well, I think... Uh, so, okay, so... it's been Mild awesome. consequences worth two, by the way. So you can take, right, so you one, can take stress one stress and, hit. And a mild yeah, I'll take a mild consequence and one stress. Okay. Bloodied? I guess bleeding or trapped, surrounded, surrounded. Could surrounded work. might be a good right. one. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm surrounded. 
All right. And you have um, exhausted um, as a as a major consequence. Uh, if you want fate points, I can I can offer you something with that next go round. All right, I'll take it. I, I need the fate points. All right. Take, uh, so if you if you around. give up if you give up Kindunos's next action, you know, because you're just literally so so exhausted. I've been saying literally a lot. You're you're so exhausted from deflecting all of these attacks. Um, and and you just gave up a whole bunch of your power to enchant all those weapons, and you made a friggin' tornado. You're you you need a, a few minutes to take a breather. Right. So you can have a fate point for that. Okay. Um, and I will highlight you so we know not to. Uh, do your turn. Not to not to do your turn next time. Uh, Fillion's up. Okay, Fillion. The queen is coming at you yeah, with a queen, sword. I the believe. queen is coming at you with a sword. She she is up next. Really, your tur- your actions go off at the same time. Uh, but she she looks like she intends to kill you in hopes of uh, disheartening your. Your troops, demoralizing them. Okay. So what do you do? Well, I am going to um, like flip the table, like just start flipping. I'm going to flip the table in front of her. So, so like just kind of knock her off balance, get her out of the way, so that she so create a barrier between her and me. Maybe throw her off uh, off her game a little bit. Okay, so um, you can you can do that as a create an advantage action. That will give you a situation aspect that you can, uh, depending on how well you do, uh, invoke to defend against her attacks. Uh, so go ahead and, and make that as a mighty roll. Okay, mighty plus one. Yay, I'm at plus three. All right, and it doesn't nice take job. much. Nice. Uh, so, so you can pretty much hide behind that table. It is a sturdy table. Um, I will call that uh, flipped table barrier, um, and you get two free invokes of that. Rich Corinthian dark wood. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you see that right. You did see that pull this weekend. <laughs> Um, she is going to um, try to stab you. Um, so go ahead and, and make me either a swift roll or swift or bold, depending on how you're defending. Like if you're just ducking behind the table, uh, call it swift. Or if you're like picking the table up and literally just fighting her with the table. Yeah, I'm going to fight her with the table. I'm going to try to, like, smack her with it or, you know, like, okay. just kind of throw her off balance. So would that be would, bold then? I would call that bold, uh, and you get, if you want to use your aspect, uh, the, the situation aspect to uh, give you a bonus. Yeah, I'm going to use that. You can do that as well. Uh, she is mighty at plus three. And then, um, okay, so she's at plus five to hit you with the sword. 
Stab okay, you. and how much of a bonus do I get? Um, using one invoke gets you a plus two. All right, so uh, so like uh, so I rolled plus three. I'm going to invoke that to get a plus two. Okay, uh, so that will um, that will make you guys even up, and her attack will will fail. Um, she is going to spend a fate point uh, to invoke her trouble. Uh, Vi Victus, woe to the conquered. Uh, she wants you dead. Okay. So that puts her at plus seven. Right, so there's... Um, has he already tagged the table? Yeah, he tagged the table. He hasn't spent any of his so, own fade points yet. I was going to say, I have a stunt, so like, what do I need to do to to get a, uh, a stunt? So Repositae gets plus two whenever they boldly defend their community with word or weapon. Would that count in this instance, or...? Yeah, I th I would say so. Okay. If you're gonna go with words, um, I would point out to her that you are not her enemy. Her own religion is her enemy. Forces her into a life of conquest. Okay. So. And I need to quickly go away from the computer. But you guys continue on. You're doing well. All right, so if I can do that, and it'll put us even again. So yeah, yeah I'm going then, to. Then she will. She will fail. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to repository with that. Um, as you know, it's like one of those situations. Like I'm trying to push the table in front of her. She's you know trying to charge past me. I'm holding on, and you know I say, listen, the the the, the community of Firefly isn't your enemy. Your own religion is. Is that your gods are compelling you to take over innocent communities and such she, as ours. She she growls at you and says, oh, just shut up and die. Uh, and the the battle continues on. Um, at this point, um, <clears throat> is she going to do? That's a that's a good question. Um, Smart. I, I need. I return. Sorry, I'm trying to find uh, my character that I need. Um. <clears throat> Zunquib Slay, uh, yes. as you as you are um, encouraging the the troops in the infantry um, to lay down arms, um, one of the one of the commanders uh, hops off of her her mount um, and. Angrily thrusts her spear into the ground. Uh, there's a there's a, a huge crack in the earth. Uh, as as this happens, I whisper. <laughs> a challenger approaches, um, and she she shouts. 
Um, so infantry number two, um, in including including Zunquib Slay, uh, you are all deafened, and you remember this trick because Makwada pulled it last time, and now you yeah. know where she has been hiding. Yep. So what, is a, her. what a shame for her that I don't need to be able to uh, hear yeah. myself to tell her, tell my friends where she is. Alright, and... I'm I am a god of singing. What are you gonna do, bitch? You can't make me mute yet. No, she can't make you mute, but she can make everyone around you deaf. Yeah, but, like, the people that I need to tell where the god is are not around me. Right. <laughs> no, PC hive mind. That totally works. Um, what was I doing? Oh, yes, I was writing deafened on my character sheet. Is that a <laughs> mild consequence? Uh, yeah, call it a mild consequence. It'll, it'll stick around until you do something to um, negate it. Yep. Um, the cavalry is going to attempt to uh, rally itself and negate that boost uh, to get out of the hole that you guys put them in. And holy shit, do they do it. Um, Damn, I thought that I... I forgot that their turn is... Bef I didn't realize their turn was before mine. I thought I'd get to hit them using Landris first. Um, Landris, Landris went already. We're still, we're still in the oh, first so round. Oh, so they're at, they're at the end of the round. They're at the, uh, they're at the ass end of the round. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and the artillery is going to, going to attempt to rally itself. So they are effectively incapacitated for this round uh, as well. Um, does one of you want to roll in? Is the as the army of Firefly, since they have just had the first infantry unit deposited at their um, at their feet, so to speak. Off you go, Eric. All right, I will take that one. What's their warfare now with the bonuses? Their warfare now with the bonuses is at uh, people of Firefly plus four. Nice. <clears throat> They're at plus four. Wow. Okay. Um. So now, you know, naturally, like the um. So I mean, the, obviously, you know, the the Arcadian infantry unit would be a little concerned right now. They've just been like spun yeah. out of control. So I will, I, think I will say they don't get an action this round. Uh, they they do get to get acted upon though. Right. So uh, basically, we're like while they're down, um, uh, we're gonna have the archers ready their bows as the um, as you know the spearmen just kind of charge at them. Okay. Uh, so you're you're making a flat out attack against them. Yeah. Uh, first, first roll into roll into initiative. Make an integrity roll with them and and find out where they end up. All right, so the people of Firefly integrity is at plus two. We have, so two that we have two invokes of stronger together if you want to use it now. All right, That's I'm going to yeah. So I'm at plus one overall. So I'm going to um. Well, what did they or do I have to do that before? Stronger yeah, together gives you a plus one. It's a free. We had two free invokes of it. So that would right. be the second one. 
Yeah. Right. But what did the uh, the 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 the, uh, the 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 Arcadians you know roll for initiative? Uh, they're at plus five. So they will they will go before. But they don't get an action this turn. Anyway. But they don't get an action this turn. Right. And at this point, you know, if it's that high and I'm at plus one, it doesn't really matter. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. So they don't get an action this turn. So yeah, I'm going to continue on. They're at plus one. Okay. You might as well go like all out attack and see if you can like severely fuck them up in the first round. Right, but that's the thing. Like I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to use the stronger together thing in the initiative role. So we're still like deciding initiative. So I'm not going to build oh, that okay. just yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair, enough, fair enough. All right. Um, in that case, we'll we'll hold off on them and they'll go at one. Uh, Zunquip Slay, you're up. Um, Maquada has just outed herself. Um, you can you can now see her true form. Um, the the tesseract is is spinning at all sorts of uh, headachy angles in her in her breastplate, um, and and she looks angrily in your direction. I stare at her with a wry smile as the facade of the treasurer flows off me like water, and standing before her is this skinny tanned, androgynous being. Uh, and I sort of start giggling, and then I just start wailing, like this horrible, wretched wail, you know, like the grieving of, uh, of someone uh, after a war, you know, this repeated wailing, and it just goes and goes for like a few, for you know, like it seems to last forever, and then as, I, as it sort of ends, I just shout out Doom Key! So that Malachi knows where to go. Knows where All right. Are She's you, got uh, no fucking clue what a Doom Key is. Yeah, that's that's very true. Hmm. Um, are, are you making an attack against her, or are you just trying to shout over the din of battle to get Malachi's attention? Um, I'm going to create an advantage. Okay. Um, I'm going to... So I'm hoping that Malachi will know where to go, but the goal is to make her think that I... I think... She hears Doomkey after me wailing. She thinks that I've gone mad and that I think... And that I am, you know, facing my doom. I'm trying to okay. lull her into a false sense of security. Um, I will let you make that as... As subtle or... I mean, even bold will work. So either bold or subtle. I'll go with subtle just because subtle is more in my thing, my wheel. Depending on okay, so the 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 emphasis on is is more on not cluing her in uh, to what you're doing, but cluing Malachite in. Yeah. Well, right. That's the thing is. And she will get a clever roll to see if she can understand that you're calling for a weapon. She is at plus two. Well, I am going to spend... Will I spend a fate point? I mean, I'm at plus two as well, so... Um, you, can, you can succeed... Um, you can succeed at a minor cost. Uh, so, how about, how about this? Malachite oh, oh, knows... I know, I, can I? Go ahead. Um, the minor cost is, so they've still got me in chains, 
Um, the chains are like pegged into the ground. Mm. I can't move. She's going to be able to attack me easily. Okay, so you can't make a defense then. Uh, indeed. All right, cool. I like it. Um, Malachite will be able to attack uh, next turn. Um, yep. So the the way I had envisioned this working, and we we didn't really get to it um, in the first round because Makwada hadn't hadn't uh, outed herself yet. Um, rather than have a bunch of NPCs added to this fight, because we already have enough you know pieces on the board. Yeah. Uh, each each side can ask for a divine favor, Makwada, by by summoning a god that is her thrall, uh, or you guys from you know any of the other characters in your pantheon, um, and they get to make they get to make a roll at plus three, um, any kind of roll you want. So they can attack someone, they can defend you. Um, they can create an create an uh, advantage, or you know, overcome something. You know, if somebody doesn't want to, um, and it just has to it just has to relate to their dom domain somehow. Somehow, this be is going to be their... really rough for her because we've got four gods that can call in other gods. Yeah. Well, think like the the way I had envisioned, as I said, was each side gets gets one. Yeah, that's true. So it's Her. like at the top of the at the like almost at like the top of the round, we decide what the godly interference clash would is. be. Right, because if we if we go with with summoning gods, we could we could narrate that as part of the as part of the background if you want, but they would just. You know, she would just summon gods, and you could ask more gods to come into combat to take those out. Right. So yeah. It would it would pretty much null have a null effect. It's gonna devolve very quickly into there are storms in the sky and the right. And this, is, this is going to this is going to uh, completely trash uh, the battlefield and and leave scars like that huge lake. Um, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, once once per once per round, um, your side can can call in a divine favor, and her side can do the same. And Are we meant to be using those to attack the army or to attack her? Yeah, I mean uh, the thing. Well, like I said, I think it's whatever the situation that, calls for. Yeah, okay, like yeah, I said, you enough. can have them. You can have them make any kind of role you want: attack, defend. Um, so, like, someone could jump in if you're gonna take a hit. Someone could take jump in and defend you. Yeah, but that's the yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm on the trolley. Or if you want, like, a god of the earth to come and create a, a huge earthquake and throw everything into turmoil, you know, they they would roll to create that aspect. Yeah. Cool. Or you know, your god of winter makes a huge snowstorm or whatever. You know, you you get what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Um, so then the army of Firefly gets to take their take their shot at the Arcanians. Uh, so what do they do, Eric? All right. Um, yeah. So um, <laughs> just like stab them, stab as many as they can while they're down. 
All right. Um, so you send them in with their spears. Roll their warfare. Uh, the Arcanians are going to roll with their integrity. Actually, you know, they would they would roll to defend with their warfare. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll. Roll them right, bones. So they're, they're at plus two. And uh, Firefly is at... Hold on. Let me just check what their warfare is again. I think it's at plus... Four, yeah, their warfare is at plus four. So what do you um, add in total? Yeah, so you so you roll and add to that. So I roll and add to that, and I am at uh, yeah, plus four. Plus four. All right. Um, they will take a, a moderate consequence. Uh, they are scattered. Uh, so the the army of Firefly charges into them, and they just run in all directions. Uh, it's going to be really tough for them to mount any kind of offense, and until they until they the commanders like get everybody back under control. Um, and then we have Landris. Yes. All right. Landris sees the cavalry has reformed itself, but that doesn't deter him. He he can feel uh, his uncle making a bold show. Weary and and surrounded, he still fights. Landris can't be the weak link in the family. And probably also heard his his uh, parent shouting, uh, "Doom!" Calling for the Doom Key. Yes. We that this is it's time for a clutch move. Um, clutch move, backup strats. I'm down for this. Let's go. Uh, so, Landris is going to charge head on into the cavalry with all these herd animals behind him, like a wave of meat. It's gonna be heads just slamming into horses, or whatever the nice. cavalry are riding. <laughs> um, all right. I would call that either bold or mighty, and they are yes. going to roll he their is, warfare. He is going to be doing a stampede, which is one of his stunts. Landris gets a plus two bonus whenever he tries to mightily destroy something with his hooves. So he's just okay. trying to charge through this cavalry and knock them over. Sweet. Uh, they are going to get uh, a warfare roll, and they are at plus one because I can't roll for shit tonight. Uh, they don't have any aspects, really, so I... Am I using bold or mighty? Um, call it, call it mighty. Yeah, so that's... Three, uh, and then I have the situational aspect, um, uh, for leader of the pack. Which I create. I created the thing last turn, but I haven't used the free invoke yet. So that Champion brings me birds. up. Yes. Nice. So that brings me up to plus four in total. Cool. What is the cavalry at? Um, they have taken one box of stress, uh, and they have their their mild consequences unrest. They are going to take a moderate consequence. They are also scattered. Nice. Um, Broken, maybe. To imply that the cavalry, because I, I don't know, I'm just not inclined to keep using the same word. <laughs> that's that's true. Um, 
Because the cavalry is often described as broken when it scatters. Mm. Um, ooh, you know what would be better? Their mounts are spooked. <laughs> spooked! <laughs> the horses are like, wow, goats! Mm-mm. So you've, you've like, got a so whole bunch You've got a whole bunch of uh, of squealing pig creatures just running in all directions uh, yes. because this this herd massive herd of animals is charging at them. Uh, all right, Kindunos, um, you are the the attacks have subsided for now. Um, you you have to fall to your knees and and take a breather this turn. Uh, in order to get your get your fate point, but next turn you can get up and act. Okay. Um, infantry number two. Exhausted aspect has been compelled. Yes. Um, infantry number two is going to. Um, Try to uh, march into the into the city. Um, <clears throat> they're going to attack the uh, the human wall. The the civilians linked arms. Um, so somebody, because uh, the the people of Firefly kind of have the same stats as the army. Somebody make me an integrity roll. Um, for for them using the the fireflies integrity. Uh, I would volunteer, but I've been rolling like crap lately. But okay, I guess I'll do it. Integrity is okay, so that's plus two overall. All right. Um. So they get a one shift hit on the civilians. Um. I'm just gonna say, since the since the uh, Firefly civilians aren't um, statted out per se, uh, that they are going to they are going to scatter, leaving the city open to the infantry's advance now. Uh, so they are at the gates. Um, they are in the bloody bug. Uh, infantry two, uh, which uh, Zunquib Slay leaves you and and the commander uh, Maquada posing as the commander out in the open because they they abandon your position. Oh fuck! That's even worse because I cannot break these bonds. I cannot. Fuck! They just left a prisoner. <sighs> Yep, cool. Well, they're, they're, you're not going anywhere. You're you're pegged to the ground. Yeah, I know, and I can't even go in it. They could, li- as I think I said this last game, they could literally keep me prisoner inside a circle drawn in the dirt. Yeah, so, I mean, like, it, it, can you at least defend yourself? Like, maybe just kick, like, if someone I goes too close? So the minor consequence that I took last round to succeed was that I'm defenseless. Okay. Um... So Fillion, you're up. Uh, you're still you're still circling with uh, with um, Kara the Empress. Okay. Uh, holding holding this rather sturdy table, I might add. All right. So what what do you do? 
Okay. Um, I'm going... So, Fillion gets on his back and uh, kicks the table into her and then runs to try to get the, um, the uh, like, the chair to defend himself. <laughs> right. Um, so, I'm going to let you get through through one of those. Uh, you, can, you can be at the chair next round, but if you want to okay. make it an attack... Um, if you want to attack her, that's going to be, I would call it might. Remember, in Fate, you can win fights through social interaction. You can, that's true. There's, you can, there's you, only you, one... You can talk her into submission. There's only one stress track, and it doesn't have to be physical. Okay. You can make her question what she's doing. Like, why is she fighting you while her arm, army is being scattered to the wind? Okay, I know this. All right, I know what I'm good. Okay, so, so you know what we'll do. Okay, so, like Landris, so uh, Landris can be genocide. Fillion will be the pacifist one. Um, <laughs> let's try. Okay, it's challenging. No, listen. I mean, the thing is, is that I'm saying a lot of this stuff out loud, as you know, kind of like to to to, to translate it into my own binary. So if I'm thinking it along this path, then I have a concrete thing to work with. Well, okay. it's also. It also helps players understand what you're planning and stuff like that, so I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Okay, and, yeah. uh, and Eric, uh, since since your trouble is, you know, violence is always a last resort. I right. will give you, I will give you a fate point for that because okay. this woman literal is this woman has a sword and she wants to cut you up into little pieces and and steal your city and destroy its way of life, but you're still trying to talk her down. Okay. So what I'm going to do is, as, you know, so, like, at this point, I imagine, like, Fillion is on his back, like, trying to hold her back with the legs. And, and, I, and I say to her, look around you. The, 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 you. You're trying to kill me while your army is in great distress in the middle of this war. I, our god, Kindunos, would never tolerate such a thing. You are their leader. The very least you can do is fight alongside them. All right. Uh, so she's going... Yeah, so yes. at least, like, hey, leave me alone. I don't know. Um, I would call that... I would call that... Um... Keep going with bold because you're still defending yourself with a table and trying to talk her down, which is a pretty ballsy move. Okay. So my bold is roll. at plus two, and hopefully I don't mess this up. To defend, uh, she she gets she is at plus two. I am at plus four, so that my nice. complete roll is plus four. Yeah. Nice work. Yay. All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as a mild consequence. Um, she is so enraged by the fact that you know you're holding off her army. You've got your gods coming in to do to defend uh, your your home turf, as it were. Um, you're you're still trying to broker a peace. She is focused on you. You know, she could be out there helping helping her troops, but she wants to see you dead first. It has become her number one priority. 
So you could use that to your advantage if you like. Um, after her, after you is her, and she is going to um, try to stab you again. Um, let's see. So what do you do to defend? You still have the table, and I believe there is uh, a free a free invoke of that left to you. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to like kind of use my legs, push her back with the table to get some distance between us. Okay. Um, so I would call that I would call that mighty. You're defending with mighty. She's attacking with mighty. And you're using physical force. Whoa. Uh, she's at plus five. Okay, and uh, and I'm rolling with Mighty? Yeah. All right. And if you want, you can you can uh, use the second free invoke of the table barrier to help you out. Okay, well, that would only give me a plus two. Yes. Uh, so let's see. So with that, so with my mighty roll, I broke even on that. I am at plus. So right now, I'm so with my roll being plus one uh, with the table plus three. So I, I'm going to have to invoke. Um, you know, um, so I'm going to have to invoke uh, one of my aspects. I guess repositive, or no, uh, silver tongued orator. Where uh, I, you know, I try to to convince her because the important thing is that I want to stay alive, but she doesn't know that, and I'm saying so. I'm going to say to her, "Listen, even if I die, Firefly will still live on. That's what we do. We have government. We have checks and balances. We share our knowledge with each other." They tried to burn the city to the ground last time they came here, and look how much stronger Firefly is now. What he said. Very nice. Thank um, you, right. random villager. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody who um, came from the broken line of civilians shouts that into the melee. And uh, and you retort with that. Um, all right. So now she you she um, <clears throat> is is distracted by your words. She's never had an enemy try to argue with her uh, while she was trying to stab them. Uh, so this is a new one on her, and she's kind of she's kind of puzzled. But the rage in her eyes is still there. Uh, she still wants you as dead as she can get you um, for now. But her attack uh, misses. Makwada okay. um, is slowly walking up to you, Zunquib's lay. Um, as, she, as she approaches... Um, you you focus yourself. Uh, you you start to see the the hypercube spinning in her chest. Um, it begins to pulse in anticipation, um, and you can hear voices, a swell of voices, um, 
as the world seems to fade away around you, uh, you're still you're still tangible. You're still physical. Uh, nothing has happened to you yet. Uh, but she, you know that she means to absorb you into this over-consciousness, this primal mind uh, that she is is carrying around. Um, I can't think of anything... I mean, Raymond can, but because Zunquipsley is defenseless for this round. Uh, I can't think of anything... Zunquipsley can't think of anything to do to stop himself being absorbed, but he knows that he can help his friends, his brothers in arms, his siblings, those he helped free from a previous uh, oppressor. Uh, and so he just starts repeating, doom key, doom key, doom key, over and over again, getting more manic as he goes. And it makes it sound like he's, he's saying, yes, now I will finally meet my doom, when in actual fact he's calling out for Malachite to hurry the fuck up. Yeah, he's going to get here next round. He can roll into combat. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, because you're cause you're defenseless, um, this thing gets a six shift hit on you. Ooh, fucking hell! Um, so you like a, you can take that however you like. Six shift. Okay. Um, let's take a look. What I have. Let's take moderate consequence, embrace the void. Okay. And two stress. Nice. And now all my consequence boxes are full. <laughs> so we've got one armed guard, deaf, and embrace the void. Nice. Uh, so you've only got uh, your one stress and your your three stress left. Yeah, I got to do something about being deaf next round. All right. Um, so Zunquib Slay, you you just you you begin uh, chanting, you know, Doom Key, Doom Key, but then your eyes go wide and it's it's just so beautiful and you could be you could be one with the wholeness again. You could be. You could be a thought in a mind. You could be part of something greater than you already are. It's it's just so enticing. Um, the cavalry unit, I'm going to make an integrity check to try to uh, rally them. They're at plus one. All right. Um... They, I can find them. I've got like three different tabs open at this point. Um, they're still they're still trying to sort themselves out. Um, there are there are commanders riding around on their on their uh, pig mounts, uh, trying to trying to rally the the troops. Uh, the the mounts are still. Pretty well spooked as herd animals chase them in in all directions, and the last is the artillery. They are going to make the same roll to see if they can. Uh, the loyal troops can uh, subdue the the ones who are going around cutting the strings, and in fact, no, they cannot. 
Um, so we're back at the top of the turn. Um, hmm. I am going to say just before the um, before we turn over to the next turn, you guys can you guys can do this too. Um, Maquada is going to um, Maquada is going to summon a god of fire. Um, she is she is bound in chains um, that that seem to emanate from this tesseract thing that you're staring at, Zunquib Slay. And we'll see how this goes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> The, the god uh, scorches the earth in a huge uh, circle around Maquada and Zunquib Slay, um, creating an obstacle that anybody who wants to um, anybody who wants to get through will have to cross. So I'm going to use that as a. I join in. Uh, yes, you guys Wait, can. Creates a what? I'm sorry. Uh, she's encircling Zunquib Slay and okay. herself with fire, so that she can't, so that people can't get to her. As the circle is closing, uh, Temulin appears and charges through the closing gap and leaps onto the back of I've forgotten what the name of the head god god is again. Sorry, Maquada. Um, Jumps onto the back of Maquata and and starts like strangling her and says, "That's my wife, bitch." <laughs> I like it. Okay, so you can uh, you can make up a uh, plus three attack against Maquata. Um, she is going to swiftly defend by trying as best she can not to be where um, Temulun is. I got a plus six. Okay, and she starts at plus two, and is at plus four. Uh, so that's a two-shift hit. Eat a dick. Eat a ram dick. Aquata is just going to take it as stress. Of course she does. All right. Um, and now we're at the top of the turn, um, so we'll roll Malachite in and see how he how he does. He's in hidden places and names. Um, he's rolling swift. He's not very swift, uh, but he's at plus three, so good for him. Nice. Good on you, Malachite. And uh, Eric, I will remind you, you still have the true warriors if you want to um, bring them in at any time. Okay. Um, oh, man. Remember that we did dig a mine under this battlefield. So you have a way through that ring of fire using them. Okay. Okay. Um... So infantry number one, um, they are going to attempt uh, to, to rally. Yeah, to rally themselves against the onslaught of the Firefly army. Um, 
they're at plus one. Um, so next turn they will be able to uh, mount an offense. Um, Zunquib Slay, you're at four. Yes. For um, what? Sorry. You're you're it's your it's your turn in the order. Oh right, sorry, my mistake. Um. So you can't you can't escape. No. And you can't defend yourself, but you can still you can still act. That's true. What am I doing? I'm a god of water. I make it rain and put out the fire. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, I'm like thinking, hmm, how am I going to be really clever and word attacker? Like, you're a god of water. <laughs> what are you doing? Make it rain. Yep. <laughs> Zunquip's lay just slaps her, his or her own forehead with, with the flat of her hand and... Uh, the, the clouds gather. So go ahead. Um, do you want me to roll? Because I can do that as a stunt. Okay. No. If you if you can do that as a stunt, um, that is enough to cancel out the situation aspect. Because cool water um, cycle. Because I'm connected to all the words water. I can manifest water for an environmental aspect. So I make it rain. So the circle the circle of fire is gone. Very nice. I may be defenseless, but I am not without my tricks. All right. So here comes Malachite. Um, he he charges over the circle. Um, the uh, the steaming scorched circle around Zinquipslay, Maquada, and and Temulun, who is still clinging to uh, Maquada's back, and he gets a plus two, and Maquada is defending with Swift. See if he lands the hit he needs. Oh man! Yes, he does. Wow! Um, I didn't think he would with two. She she rolled four minuses. Nice. Mm. Um. So here's here's what happens. Um. Malachite strikes at this thing with uh, the doom key that uh, that you guys have have uh, crafted specifically to to sunder whatever this thing is. Um, yeah, it's meant to act like a claw and sort of grab it. Yeah, it's wrenches wrenches free of her and she gets she she stumbles back um kind of shocked dazed um and then and then she screams um and both she and Temulun are pulled into it. 
almost like they're being sucked into a into a black hole. Uh, they they distort and stretch uh, as they as they are joined with this with this thing. Um, Malachite stumbles back, dropping the hammer, and he the too spear. The, the the spear. Right. I don't know why I keep calling it a hammer. It's because uh, he it's, had a it's hammer like a, when he first appeared. That's right. It's it's like a trident thing, and it's this yeah. the hypercube is caught between between the tongs, the yeah. the tines rather. The tines, yeah. Um. He he tosses it away from himself, um, and he too starts to he he turns and starts to starts to run, um, but he also gets gets pulled into it, um. For for a moment, there's this irresistible irresistible pull. Um, Zunquib Slay, your 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 bindings are secured to the earth, and it's a good thing they are because you two are are yanked toward this uh, almost like a like a divine singularity, and and then it just stops, and the the tesseract is is not not gone but it's everywhere oh that's not what i expected you to finish that with um you see you see the repeating patterns the the shifting uh angles repeated in the sky and in the landscape and in the trees, uh, and in the dust motes as they fly around. Um, and here's here's the the way this is going to work from here on out. Um, the the mortal the mortal units uh, are all irrelevant, and the primal mind wants to reassert its reassert itself reassert its its dominion over over the, everything that it named everything that it made and Kindunos, Zunquib Slay, um Philian and Landris are the only things standing in its way the only the only people the only entities who have any hope of saving it saving saving the world from this so eric yes i have a really interesting narrative we could tell okay i was originally going to say oh well i'll do i'll i'll have zinquid slay i'll have somebody freeze in quib slay then i'll grab it and then i'll be the one-armed god that goes into the desert and and keeps this thing safe however you are the god of war right we are attempting to build an age of peace Oh. I think it might be more thematic if while I'm bound and cannot come to your aid, you do the selfless thing and you take the Doom Key and the Tesseract into the dunes and with this act of self-sacrifice, the God of War takes his domain and our Doom with him. Mm. 
And I think there could be some fun role playing there with, well, fun, interesting, with Mike, with Grim Slavery, like, no, you can't, you can't do it, don't do it. Right. So I'll be like, listen, I've been, I, I've played the hero for too long. If we're going to create a, 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 a um, I, I can't think of any way to reinvent myself, so I need to be a, so I am the god of war, it's only fit that in Age of Peace I no longer be. Yes, but anyway, I think that's where we should go with this. Do you agree? Yeah, it's up to you, Eric. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. We, there's that other is, ways we can solve the problem. That is a badass outro. You're right. And I think, yeah, I mean, I, th th this thing is, is that, you know, I've always imagined, um, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to think, like, what kind of way would a mythical hero, like, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, the aftermath here, you know, because even though, okay, well, we solved the, the, the campaign, it's not our problem. Well, things that go into the dunes aren't gone forever. They're just lost. Hmm. So in a way it would be like they don't they don't forget that war ever happened. They just lost the way of war. It wasn't they didn't need it anymore. <laughs> like wait a second. I kind of want to fight a group of people remotely without worrying about it. But I forget if that's a thing we can do. I don't think so. Anyway, I think it's going to yeah. I think this is going to very quickly just become you and I and Ryan acting as opposed to Rolling, yeah, that's so. that's what I I wanted more of a more of a role play heavy uh, coda to this. So right. I'll, I'll I'll kick things off. Landris and Landris sort of can feel his mother being strained by the tesseract, and then it sort of loosens a bit, and then he sort of turns away from the cavalry as the din of battle sort of fades into the background, and he can see this strange distortion of reality, and he's peering across the battlefield, and then Zun Quibstay is straining against the chain, the one-armed god, trying desperately to break the bonds that he is bound by the rules not to. There's no way for him to free himself, but he knows somebody needs to get rid of this. He's calling out to all of his siblings. Please, someone free me. Kundunos, free me. Malachite, pick up your hammer. Free me, someone. Break these chains. Um... I'm just trying to think, what, what, what can we use to break the chain? I'm thinking in regular well, I, RPG I think, terms. I think that you shouldn't even break the chains. You should be like, no, it's, you freed me, now I will free you. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you going to go with the heroic self-sacrifice route, Eric? <sighs> yes, I... God. You don't have yeah. to if you don't want to. We yeah, if you, if you'd rather not to... If you'd rather not, then we can we can keep going with this. Um, there's a there's a there's a voice everywhere and nowhere uh, in your in your minds, uh, emanating from the mountainsides and and in the in the 
moaning of the wind blowing across the battlefield. And it says in an almost awed tone, I was Malachite. Or at least part of me was. Now, now that part has rejoined its... I know I know about the the veins of ore in the earth and and the smelting of metals and I can make those veins as I as I choose and and who who are you are you were you also a part of, of who I was? Zunkubslay, you feel something, a vast attention, even bigger than yourself, focus on you. And for the first time in your life as a god, you feel tiny. This must be what mortals feel like all the time. How do they cope? I just sort of think to the ground as I'm rattling these chains, knowing that there is no way for me to escape. So who is currently holding the doom key right now? It's on the uh, ground. Yeah, oh. nobody. Malachite, Malachite dropped it and tried to run away, and then he got absorbed. Um, Temulun and... Um, Maquata got absorbed. Hmm. So it's just the two of us in this infinite void. It's it's no. not an infinite void. Um, <clears throat> I I would describe it as as more like um, the the divine beings are moving very quickly. Time is still the rest of the world is still is still moving, but very slowly. Um, it's as if it's as if um, whatever this thing has distorted the norm, whatever this thing is has distorted the normal flow of time, allowing you to step outside what was happening, uh, which is really disconcerting and uh, disorienting for Fillion because I don't know if anyone has ever quite told him who he is yet. Hmm. Um, sorry, uh, Raymond, you were about to say something as Zunquib Slay. Um, I don't think so. No? Okay. I don't think of anything. Okay. I um, am I'm sitting there now, powerless, as I'm watching quite possibly the last moments of existence. So, Fillion, what are you doing? Um... Empress Kara is still coming at you, and you can you can see the blade of her sword uh, moving moving almost imperceptibly slowly, um, and the 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 dawning look of of shock on her face as you seem you you would you would assume you seem to have disappeared from her perspective. Um, so what is Fillion doing at this point? 
Well, uh, so like, so Fillion, so when Fillion tries to move, is it like at this slow speed too, or is it just like? No, it's like normal movement. So it's like normal movement for him. So he is we just. Gods, we move at the speed of thought. Right. So, you know, Fillion is very confused by all of this, and he's looking around the battlefield, and he's seeing the the whole world move in slow motion. And he gets up from behind the table, and he starts to see uh, Empress Kara, um, like, just, like, falling over, trying to stab him, and he walks behind her. So it's, like, touching things a little bit. And he, he, just, he just calls out, and he's just wondering what's... And he wonders a lot, what's going on here? Um, make me a wise check. That's wise funny. check. That's zero. Wise plus three overall. Okay. Um, you, you notice that there are figures who seem to be unstuck from whatever is going on. Um, one of them is Landris. Uh, one of them, one of them, uh, you see, uh, pinned down in the middle of, um, in the middle of an empty, an empty field. Um, there is a, a trident nearby. Um, this this figure who you recognize as, as Zunquib Slay, the god of time and water, uh, seems to be. Um, Staring at the ground, uh, and is is bound to uh, a peg dr driven into the earth. Um, where is Kindunos at this point? Uh, well, Kindunos was over by the bog, so uh, still still be... in eagle form. Uh, well, no, I think no, actually, no, he's actually. Wait, so I'm just trying to remember. So, right, then he came back to the box. No, from what... That's right, what, he, he was... Yeah, he, he was, was a firefly uh, to do the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh thing. Right. He was he was uh, uh, taking a breather on the battlefield. Uh, so there is there is a, a warrior who stands and and brushes himself off, and, and Fillion recognizes this as Kindunos. Oh God! If it, it, I mean, if he asks any questions, then it's going to be very awkward. And um, I'm trying to think, so so Fillion would be the type of person to want to get all the answers before properly acting. So, so who do you go to for answers? So I, I'd go to hmm. Jatharis. Yes, I'd go to the Jastharis, so, because he sees, it's been a while since we know what he looks like, but um, he goes to a figure he recognizes as Jatharis, and he prays to him, saying, listen, what is this phenomenon that's going on? What, you know, like, what, what, what's that on the ground? He's just, like, pointing everywhere, and he's just, like, utterly confused at the situation. Jatharis is standing well back from from where all of this is going on. Uh, if I remember correctly, Jatharis had like a staff of light because he was the bearer of light and and glowing robes. Um, so um, Jatharis Jatharis says to you, um, 
You need not pray to me, nephew. Nephew? I'll answer, I'll answer your questions. Pretty sure that Fillion is every god's son, except for Landris's. That's mm. right. I'm sorry. We uh, we established that that uh, all of the gods, all of the uh, the uh, members of the uh, pantheon of strength, uh, were were his parents. Um, so so yes, uh, I will amend my statement. Um, Jathara says, "You need not pray to me, son. I'll answer your questions, whatever they are, though we may not have much time." You're my father. Well, all of us are, in a way. All of the Slayers of Decadence. Slayers of Decadence. Does that mean I'm a god as well? What, what does all this mean for me? Indeed it does. Though you may not be a god for much longer, he says, as he uh, casts a wary gaze over at this uh, flashing thing on the ground. What is that? At the beginning there was a void and a mind. And the mind looked into the void and began to divide it and name the parts that it had divided. And it made the mountains and the sky and the oceans and the and the earth and the animals and the plants and everything you see. And when it was finished, it turned its gaze inward. And that urge to classify and, and categorize split it apart into many, many different beings. I'm one. You are also a part of it, as is Zunquib Slay and Kindunos and Makwata, the goddess of the north. She was carrying that thing inside her, and it drove her to conquest because that is a piece of the original mind trying to restore itself to unity. And, and, and Fillion just kind of looks at the ground and, you know, and, and time is warping. So is the world ending? I think that depends on what is about to happen. But for once... I do not know. So now, what? What? So I mean, this is heavy shit, Doc. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had to say it to lighten the mood a bit, and he Wait, looks all to do with it, son. <laughs> Is everything? Is, do mortals account weight to everything? Um, <laughs> and you know, he looks up at Kindunos, who he's seeing properly for the, you know he's looking at all the gods who he's looking at properly for the first time, and Kindunos looks back at him, 
and he sees that after all of this, this is and given inspired by what he's inspired by what a billion did today, where he was trying to save Firefly without violence, and he's and and he says to um, he says to Fillion, if you're looking to usher in a new era of peace that takes more fortitude to maintain than war ever will and i can see if you do bring in an if you are if you are committed to bringing in an age of peace then my ways hold no relevance anymore and he looks surprised and he looks at landris and says landris I, I want you to look over the soldiers of the true way from now on. You know, or is that something he can... Well, he's, you're a god now, and you've shown to be a very strong, very powerful god. You've made it up the mountain. You can handle it. Landris is sort of wiping tears away from his eyes. He says, Soldiers need retirement I will teach them to farm they will have they will find meaningful lives and, and he goes in to hug his uncle Kindunos and Kindunos hugs him back and and he says and then he says to his essentially children, "I'm going to go away. F I'm going to go away for a while, but I'm, go I'm going out for a pack of smokes." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, please continue. I I'm I'm going to go away from for a while. Just remember all the lessons I've taught you, and that I can inspire you in the future rather than decide your fate. So. He walks over to the Doom Key, and before he leaves, be sure you free your father from these binds. I believe in you. I know you can do it. As as, as uh, Kundunos is picking up the Doom Key, uh, Zunquibslay is just struggling against the chain, trying to, with all of his might, to lever it from the ground in a futile attempt as he's screaming you know don't do this you don't have to you don't have to do this you don't have to go away we can we can find another way there must be another way and you know it's not your it's not your responsibility you you've done so much you don't have to do this well we're gods of fortitude will survive regardless I mean more maybe this is after all what's needed it it it, it, it mortals their parents die when they get old and the children learn to thrive and live on and continue with and the world continues regardless and maybe that's something that we should take to heart. 
recklessly capricious. Zunkubum yes. stage just starts screaming, "We're not mortals. Ours is not to die. We're not mortals." Um, Kim Dunos, as you pick this thing up, you feel that same feeling that I described to Zunkubum's lay before. It is as if the focus of the entire universe is solely on you and you feel you feel tiny in comparison you feel um adrift in the vastness of of whatever this is and um uh, the voice speaks to you and it says and who who are you were you also a part of who i was And I respond to the voice, maybe at some point, but I'm not anymore. I am your keeper. Pretty much, yeah. Why? Why do you wish to remain separate? You are... A hero, you are warfare, you are cunning. There are others in here like you. You could you could join them, be one with them, be more powerful. Be whole again with us, with me. Um, so here's the thing, Kindunos, you've got to get this thing to the, uh, to the dunes before you succumb to it. Okay. Make me, make me a mighty roll. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to blow all up on my monitor. Excuse me, the, the mic might fuck up for a bit. I might brush up against it. There's now spittle all over my monitor. If that helps. It's fucking better. And is it plus two? Uh, wait, wait, what do you mean? So my mighty is a plus two, and I also have another plus two? No, no, no. Plus no. two is the target number. You need to beat yeah. plus two. You've got to beat plus two. So I got minus one on my roll. And very fitting that because I invoked the exhausted aspect, I still have a fate point. I still have a fate point left, and th this is kind of this. This applies to both aspects, both the wings of war and eager to leap to. Well, I'm just going to invoke the wings of war since that's in the mighty wheelhouse, and we have one fate point. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to invoke just that to get plus two, plus two, and bring it up to a plus three. In total. Yes, no. and I said, right. So, and, 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 and I say to him, there's no such thing as power. There's no power. I can't be powerful if there aren't those who are weak that need protection. And we can't have war if there's no such thing as peace. Over the past d decades, we have had nothing but war, and I think it's time for peace to have its time. 
I may come back someday. I may be needed. But it's I've time always for a well-deserved rest. Yes. I am tired. <laughs> Exhausted aspect. Yeah. Yes. So I, I will I will give you this as an as an outro for Kindunos. Uh, you you uh, resolutely you know carry this thing. Uh, it it starts it starts drawing on you, um, and you can feel you can feel its tug. Uh, every every step is a struggle, um, but you just Kindunos just grits his teeth and you know marches forward, um, implacable. Uh, into into the dunes. Um, he he disappears. There's there's uh, it's not quite a sandstorm, uh, but it's a little dust up that has that has kicked up. Um, and as he disappears into the dunes with the tesseract um, and the uh, the fragment of the the fragment of the primal mind, um, he. He calls out um, that that at some point he will be back, and then uh, Kindunos and the 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 fragment are lost. And so anyone... I mean, so before the fragment reaches out to me and he says that he will be back, and I say, then so will I. Very sorry, you saying you'll be right. back? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's, right. it's it's you just saying, I'll I'll come back, like. I will watch over this thing, and I'm not gonna let it get the better of me. Okay. And then Kindunos is just gone, and the only the only way to find either him or the uh, or the the fragment again would be to go on a, a quest into the the dunes of change. It'd be a whole fucking campaign. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's the dunes aspect. Yeah, it's for for mortals playing fate. It would be, it would be a campaign. Yeah, it would be forty years in the desert. The campaign. Boy, it's almost like there's no such thing as storytelling aspects to expedite that process. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then, I just have a couple of wrap-up questions. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the main book, uh, the the source book rather, mentions uh, the Gods and Monsters module. Mentions that each campaign should end with like a Twilight of the Gods. Um, so so why must the gods abandon the world to its to its own devices, and where shall they go? Because our blood is amongst them. Yes, uh, I mean, and, and I mean, like the whole thing of this, the whole gist of this campaign was, you know, parents, you know, being a parental figure, and like Induno said at the end, it's that it's it's not so much that one generation presides over everything. It's that the world is always going to exist. So the best we can do is inspire future generations. So, I mean, I think we really have, and we wrap up at this point because, or at least, you know, I decided to go along with it the way I did is that, 
you know, we have Landris and Villian. We, we've created another generation to help the mortals get through. Yeah, and like, and the in Lincoln to the thing that I said, like Fillion is blood of mortals, blood of gods. He's as he has children of his own. The people that walk the earth are going to be infused with some of the power of the gods, and we don't want this human pantheon fighting against us. So we must recede and let them have their own destiny. Just like you can't control your child's fate all their life. They've got to make their own choices. Right. Um, so so where are the the gods of fortitude, the slayers of decadence? Where are they receding to? Are they are they joining the the decadent ones in in the eternal imprisonment? Are they are they just leaving and going to another plane or or something of that nature? I think that the older gods, Jatharis, Zunquibslay, um, Temulin, um, the gods of death and birth, they ha they follow Kindunos long into after into the dunes, so that if they're needed, they're there, but uh, so that they will not accidentally be stumbled upon. And then the younger ones, like Landris and... Co Forgotten my daughter's name. Un. 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 Yeah, the... I don't know why I got Co. Un, um, the twins of uh, Spring and Rebirth, those those guys sort of uh they they turn into a new pantheon, a pantheon of peace. They are transformed, become something else. Um, Kindunos kind of set his peace, uh, but does Zunquib Slay have any parting words for Fillion and Landris before he vanishes into the dunes? Or she, they, they? Yeah, I never really got a firm handle on uh, Zunquib Slay's. Yeah, where, well, well, I guess Zunquib maybe... Slay was a dude to begin with, but then it became increasingly more apparent that he was very, very gender fluid. Right. Yeah, that's what I figured. Fluid being the operative word. Yeah, exactly. Uh, makes sense, too. Um, what would Zunquib Slay say? I don't know. I feel like probably Free towards the... dumbasses. I think probably towards the... As the as the Slayers of Decadence mythology evolved and aged, Zunquib Slay became less of a trickster god and more of sort of this sour old man of loss. Uh, you know, the... The Song of Sorrow uh, became more prominent among him, and so he became more of a god of the ceaseless uh, progression of time. You know, the river erodes all, that sort of a thing. And so he just became old and not bitter, but sad. He remembers what was. And he knows that time always moves inexorably forward. I don't think he has any last words for Fillion or Landris because they they're sturdy. They they are defined. But he has last words for Un. Okay, so we'll we'll play that scene out. Uh, she can't she can't respond obviously because uh, she is uh, trapped 
beneath the the caved-in uh, portal to her realm. Except but, that she and I are now connected via the fact that part of me is already inside of her because of my arm. That's true. So yeah, maybe she maybe she can respond then. All right, fair enough. You um, tussle her hair with I your with your, with your disembodied arm. I remember the first time that I came here to talk to her, and so I pluck a flower and I sit down cross-legged, a ragged old figure uh, in decaying robes. I place the flower in my one hand on the frozen seal and say, I will return when it is your time to be free. I'll be waiting for you, Father. I have not forgotten my promise to you. All things must end. Be patient with your younger brothers. They only want what is best for these people, and that is a noble ambition. You I'll and I shall be the ruin at the end. I understand. And then Zinkubsley leaves. Alright, um... So uh, Zunkub slave follows the the train of uh, his brothers, their brothers and sisters, uh, disappearing into the dunes. Um, what becomes of the warring nation states of Arcanium and Firefly? I think that Arcanium would break up into all of those little communities that it was made up of as they try to resurge and become what they once were, or something new, all these new places, the nomads of past end, try to resume their traveling. And it's an, uh, it's an era of peace, so obviously they have... They uh, stopped you know, fighting. Yeah, while, while it was you know, devastating to their cultures, they, they did learn something. Uh, from from their time in the Arcanian Empire, so maybe there's uh, more of a willingness to cooperate, more of a, uh, a, a even if it's a very loose confederacy, confederacy confederation of uh, of nation states. It's um, what the UN is meant to be. Yeah, it's the federation of of fantasy planets. So instead of instead of sending sending war parties uh, to to settle land disputes, they uh, you know they convene a tribunal or something. They they um, they hold a diplomatic meeting. There's you know Fillion's way triumphs in the end. There's a diplomatic solution to to most everything. Um, and what of Firefly? I'll let Eric speak first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I'm playing Philly this whole time. Um, Firefly thrives and becomes, you know, uh, becomes a new Athens. You know, what was once um, a very, you know, was once a fairly large town walled off by city gates. You know, the walls are bigger but more open. 
Personally, I'm envisioning Rome, but instead of fueled by conquest, fueled by exploration. Right, that's what I mean by it's bigger, it's a bigger city, you know, it, it thrives. Yeah, and it's becoming like, I was going to say Athens, but it's become, you know, a cultural center. It has become, you know, like the, the, the New York City or the whatever of this new world. And they look, and, you know, people everywhere kind of look toward Firefly as innovators in this respect and you know they take their example of maybe if we explore a bit more maybe we can be successful like Firefly the greatest culture comes out of Firefly the greatest scholars do their work in Firefly I like it I like it um, and the the last question I have is um, how long will Un have to wait before her day comes around or are we leaving that? Are we leaving that vague? Joke answer: sixty seconds. Because <laughs> because well, that was pointless. But I, I'd say we'll leave it vague in case we want to revisit the setting again. World ends I mean, Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, personally, I would envision that um, the that her time doesn't actually come until humanity's already died out or transformed or the the civilization of firefly has spread to the sky and is dissipated through the universe and so but then you know earth dies because that's what she is she's a god of the earth's death right so it is it is many thousands of years off and we can we can leave the slayers of decadence on a high note with with uh, civilization and peace triumphant. Yeah. Yeah. I actually got a little bit choked up towards the end there. Yeah, I, and that was my yeah. I kind of felt the same thing, and you know, I mean, this, there's this very selfish part of me that you know wanted to say you know wanted to keep it going and wanted to say one where nobody dies, but I feel like. You know, as I thought more about it and, you know, I, I kind of like worked it around from your idea into something that's, you know, like a very sweet note. Bittersweet. Yeah, indeed, because going into the dunes doesn't necessarily mean death because it is just a place where things get lost. Right. It's a sequel. Leave yeah. it over for, it's just, it's we'll a, call it a sequel hook, yeah. It's a, it's a hanging sequel hook and anyone can pick it up if they want. Yeah. You are welcome. You are welcome to use that, listeners. Right. But make but like email it to us. We we want to hear it. We want to hear yeah. you. Record it or at least, you know, do some write ups so we can know how you do. Make right. make it so the world ended uh, at the time of recording three days ago. Or Valentine's Day, uh two thousand and sixteen, as foretold in the no, sacred text. Yes. Bummer. It's just, uh, it's just strangely, uh, it's just strangely res religious Star Trek. Right. It's like, I mean, like we never really specified that what year this takes place. We never assigned a proper number to the year. We've just been talking in vagaries. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's that's the end of the recording at the very least. Um, yeah. This was a good campaign. I really liked it. Um, it was. Probably some of the best storytelling we've had on the um, on Insert Quest here. I've 
really, really loved it. Um, yeah, I mean, this was like my first proper RPG campaign with, you know, a very a very good GM. I'd like to thank, you know, you, Ryan, for doing such a good job with this and just kind of guiding me through and, you know, like rolling with whatever we come up with. And, Ray, you're a veteran at this shit, so, I mean, I probably couldn't have asked anyone I've only with. been playing role-playing games for like five years. Yeah, well, according to me, you're a veteran because I am a babby in this. Uh, so, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I know. I, I, I certainly, I certainly, really, 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 really tried to fight my urge to make suggestions to Eric because I wanted, I didn't want to just have him carrying out the shit I said. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, in a way, it's you know, like my brain was stuck in this. Oh crap! What do I do now? Thing, but I think you know, just because it. It's interesting that there's just two of us. I mean, it would have been more... I think it would have been, you know, fun if we had more people, but I oh, think, yeah. like... It would have been totally different if we had Brandon and Matt through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, with just the two of us, because, like, we have two different thoughts about things, it's like, you propose something, then I twist it in a certain way. Yeah. You know, I, so... I thought, that, I thought that there was a fair amount of give and take on, you know, on both of your parts. And, you know, Eric, for someone who is just starting off and, and is, you know, a little bit hesitant and not as confident in your choices, you, you put forth some great material. And um, be between the three of us, we made we made something that I thought was really interesting. Yeah, and I think maybe it's best, you know, for the campaign you tried to tell or the campaign you led us through, maybe it's I don't want to say I, I hesitate. I, I hesitate to say best that there were two people, but um, but it's just a very interesting coincidence that it became more about you know parental lineage and there were two people, you know, running the camp, you know, participating in the campaign like as kind of opposite roles. Really, I think I think we all really leaned into the two player dynamic. Yeah, at the end, which which was helpful. Um, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, de de definitely. Um, so yeah, we we might, you know, talk about this more some other time or something. But we're definitely, definitely, there'll be a this post will go up. Shit, hang on. So we got two gods and monsters post backed up. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be the two the two gods and monsters episodes, uh, and then we'll and then um, I'll do a nice big post with all the the games in one easy to find playlist and we'll 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 I might even get you and uh Ryan to write out some you know some reflective comments that you had and we'll put yeah. those in there. Uh, but, okay. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed uh listening to this episode of our Fate Gods and Monsters campaign. Uh and I hope you enjoyed listening to the campaign as a whole. Uh we've enjoyed playing it. Farewell from the past. I'm Raymond.